And so I thought before we get started, I would introduce myself and then we would play a game. So I am Alice. I work here at Christchurch and I do the children's work alongside some fantastic people. So I thought now it's time for a game. So if we can make a yes with our hands, we're going to make that. And we're going to make a no. And so everyone has to do this. And it's going to be a whole church game. And I'm going to say some statements. And if you think it's true, you're going to show a yes. And if you think it's not true, you're going to show a no. So, has everyone got their hands ready? So, the first Christmas happened at the North Pole. Is that true or false? I think, yeah, I think you all might be right. Um, second one. The angel in the Christmas story is called Gabriel. I see a few no's. <laughs> I think he might have been called Gabriel. He was called Gabriel. Yeah. And so, the Bible says that Mary had Jesus in Nazareth. Oh, got quite a mixed one at the moment. Was Jesus born in Nazareth? No. He was born in, Ozzy, do you know where he was born? Uh, Bethlehem. Bethlehem. In Bethlehem. Yes. True or false? Mary's cousin was called Elizabeth. It was true. Elizabeth was Mary's cousin. Jesus was born on a cattle shed on the hillside. Was that true or was that false? Oh, we've got a mixed one as well. We've got some no's, we've got some yeses. I think he was born in Bethlehem. The job of a shepherd was one of the most popular jobs. That is true. And it really? Mary, was it, it is true, yeah. It is true. Was no, it, it was, was not. It? No, it really was wasn't. So, did Mary have Jesus in a hotel? Premier Inn. Premier Inn. Did they go to the Premier Inn? Sleep That's... guarantee right there. <laughs> and the last one. Jesus. Jesus was put in a manger to sleep. That is true. That is true. That is so, true. So, we're going to stand for our next carol, and then we're going to go straight into the talk. So, please do stand, everyone. Let's stand for the next carol. Remember, you gave each other permission to sing, so loud singing. So, who knows what's coming up in two days? What do you think, Annabelle? Christmas. And who is excited for Christmas? So, there can be always quite mixed emotions, but I do love Christmas. I love seeing my family, having good food, and it's the one time of year we can get my family round. And since I was really little, me and my cousin have written a Christmas play every year, which we get all of our cousins to do. And so this year is of no exception. And me and my cousin have found a play that we did when we were 11 years old, and we're going to perform it at age 19 with our younger brothers, which is going to be great. And so that is one of the traditions that my family have. And I love getting presents. Kids, how many of you like getting presents? Have any of you written a Christmas list? So, 
Does anyone know what presents they're going to get for Christmas? Some people might definitely know. Jenny knows, so does Gigi. And who would much rather wait and have a surprise present? So, I love surprises, and I'm not good at being surprised because I feel like I always can work it out. And so one Christmas, my parents were very excited and they told me my brothers had come down the stairs and the living room door was locked. And so they unlocked it and we walk into the living room and there's this huge, about three meter big present and they get my brothers to unwrap it and it's a table tennis table, which was amazing. And then I found out I wasn't included in the present. And so my parents said, come, come, come to the other room. And there was this big present there. And I unwrap it and it was a chair, which my 14-year-old self was not expecting to get. So that was a big surprise for me. And speaking of surprises, for hundreds of years before Jesus was born, people had been expecting God to surprise them. So I've got a PowerPoint that's about to come up with three things that people could have been expecting God to send them. So the first one is a... To hit next on the slide. So a sword. So people could have been expecting God to send a mighty, strong warrior to fight over all their enemies. And the second one is a crown. And they were expecting him to be a king who, had, who could destroy all their enemies and he could rule over the entire world. And they were also expecting him to be rich, to have lots of money, to share his money with all these people. But that was not to happen. People were expecting a mighty, powerful, rich king, but something different happened. And so the next picture is of a baby toy. So God sent a baby. And the next picture is of nails, I mean, and a hammer. So God sent this baby to be born into an ordinary working family, and Joseph was a carpenter. And the baby was born in a stable, which is why there's a picture of straw. And so instead of a mighty king, God sent a really little baby. And I'm sure some people must have been really disappointed, maybe slightly confused because they're expecting a king, but others would have been amazed. But God sent a baby who had needs and was vulnerable. How many of you think you have a baby that you can't look after? You have to just leave it on the side and it can feed itself. Because babies have needs. And this baby would grow up alongside people. He'd be approachable. He'd be one of us. This baby would have the power to save and rescue us. And 33 years on, would die on a cross for us to take all the wrong things people do to forgive us. And this baby bridged the gap between God and humans. And a baby that meant God is with us and it's good news for all of us. And was God to send a mighty king? People may have been quite scared to come up and chat to him. He could have meant that he was in a castle and people would have to go through some guards. So it could have been quite difficult if God had sent a rich and powerful king. But a baby meant whoever and whoever, whomever people were, they could come, see, relate and chat to him. And so I wonder what the best surprise you have ever had. I'm going to show a clip on the um, screen and just have a look at some of these surprises. I'm 10 years old and I go to Randolph Elementary School. My dad, Master Sergeant Joe Myers, is in Iraq right now.
very special surprise, returning home to your family. And I think they remind me of just how some surprises are really special. And so today, I thought we would look at a really special surprise in the Bible. One that happened around 2018 years ago to do with the baby Jesus and some other people. And so there were some people that no one would have ever expected that got to visit Jesus first. So Jesus, the saviour of the world, who is God's son, got chosen, and these people got chosen by God to go and visit this baby first. These people weren't important. They weren't celebrities, and they weren't popular. And they were shepherds. And do you, any of you know what shepherds look looked after? What do you think? Go on. Sheep. They looked after sheep. And so they lived on a hillside, and no one wanted to be a shepherd. It wasn't a fun job. And if you were a shepherd, like I said, it meant you weren't really very popular. Who else has ever had a surprise that huge? Who has had a group of angels on a hillside appear to them? Nope, me neither. And I mean, I think I would have been petrified. And I, like I said earlier, think of myself as someone who does not get surprised. I don't really get scared unless it's really dark and really high up. But other than that, I'm pretty brave. And I've had people try and scare me many a time, and I'd say 75% of the time it fails. I'm sure there are others in this room that don't get surprised very easily. And so I live with three brothers, and it's always an interesting one because my house is always noisy. And so when we have family friends around, the noise is like super loud. And a few years ago, my house went very quiet one day. And when a house is that quiet, you can tell that there is something brewing. And I'm sure there are parents and carers in this room that hear the silence in their house and they think something is up. And so I was sitting in my bedroom and there was no noise. So I opened my door really quietly and I go down the stairs. And it was late at night, so it was quite dark. And I walk into the living room. The door was really shut. It was shut and there was no light coming under the cover. So I opened the door and I yelled boo and all my brothers and their friends screamed because they had been planning to scare me. And so that was me getting one up on my brothers. And yeah, I've had people try and surprise me quite a lot and it fails. But this experience the shepherds had is a whole different story. So the shepherds lived on the hills. They had to defend their sheep from the bears and all the scary animals that would try and eat their sheep. And so they were probably really brave and didn't get scared at all. Who remembers David and Goliath? Does anyone know that story? Annabelle does. I've seen a few hands. And so David also looked after his dad's animals. And so he went and he defeated a nine-foot giant Goliath. And so that was just a little boy who was brave. And those shepherds also had grown up being really brave. And so... When I was reading the Bible, it said the shepherds were terrified and shook in fear. So even the most brave get really scared. And it must have been petrifying for them. There were bright lights, there were a crowd of angels, and Gabriel was talking to them, saying, go, go see the saviour. And like I said earlier, the shepherds weren't popular. They weren't famous. They probably didn't have many friends. And living out on the hills with the sheep probably wouldn't have been very sociable. They'd have had more sheep than friends. And out of all the cool and funky people in Bethlehem, the angels didn't visit any of them. They visited the shepherds, the people that live on the hills and they look after the sheep. 
and aren't popular or famous. And that's quite a big statement to make. And so I had a Google into this because I was really interested to see why a group of angels appeared to the shepherds. And I found out in the entire Bible, it's the only second time that a group of angels, rather than one, appeared to people, proving that this message was very important. And so these shepherds heard the most exciting thing to happen, the birth of our saviour, and something that hundreds of years before had been prophesied in Isaiah. And God chose the angels to appear to the shepherds. So the shepherds probably wouldn't have been expecting to be the ones chosen, but God did choose them the least likely. And then they went off to Bethlehem and they saw this baby. And when they saw him lying there, they displayed true adoration through their humility and love. And so those shepherds offered Mary and Joseph and Jesus their sheep, which was the most precious thing they had, the thing that was of utmost importance to them. And like them, each of us can offer something to God, whether it be something really little or something huge. And so God invites us in to join him, to celebrate with him the birth of the Saviour, and this Christmas, amongst all the fun, all the presents, all the family traditions, maybe your own Christmas play, do take a moment to stop, think, and pause about how the angels appeared to those that seemingly weren't very important and shared the most incredible story that we still celebrate nowadays and probably will be celebrating for years to come. And so that's my challenge for you all. Do have a think about what you can do. Kids, you know. Your parents would love it if you went up to them and gave them a smile or said, I love you. That could be the best Christmas present ever. And so that is my challenge. Do take a moment to take yourself out of the situations of all the fun and just reflect on that story. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alice. Um, in a second, we're going to stand to sing, which is going to be, I, I, I love your voices, which is just a good present to, to us here to have those voices singing along. Um, but as we do, um, during one of the carols, we're going to have a uh, collection. And this collection is going to go to the Chile Children Project with Emily all the way in northern Uganda. But as a basket comes, I just want to ask a question. One is, who here thinks of themselves to be less than a shepherd? Who here thinks of themselves to be greater than a king? So at that manger, everybody in between a shepherd and a king is welcome to meet with God. And that is the story of Christmas. So as this basket comes along, if you're passing it on, please place yourself in there and see what God does with you. <laughs> 